if you're like me, you want to get your business ahead, but there's certain skills you need, but you just don't have. If this sounds like you, then you need to head over to Fiverr. They have a whole array of professionals that can help you in different areas from design to writing, marketing, and more. They have you covered. I seriously can't tell you how much Fiverr.com has helped me along with this podcast. Um, I've used them so much for this podcast. It's been unreal. They make my flyers. They go ahead and um, I hire this guy to help me upload the each episode and in the beginning in order for me to be all over the place it was I was totally going to Fiverr it was I seriously just it's I've gotten so much for my business through them so please use my link which you can find in the description of this episode or you can go to MarcellaAlonzo.com and book there through Fiverr today you'll be glad you did Hello and welcome to Get Schooled by Marcella Lonzo. And today I have the beautiful only one Rhonda here with me. Hello, thank you so much for joining Get Schooled. Please introduce yourself and let my audience know who you are, um, what you do in sex work and how you came about into sex work. And I would love to hear your journey. Okay, well, my name is Rhonda. I go by only one Rhonda online. And I, goodness, I'm a solo creator. And I have been doing uh, content creation since 2018, joined OnlyFans 2019. And I actually considered this a long time ago before that point. But I didn't know there was like this entire world of uh, content creation where you can create videos and pictures and all that stuff and sell them to people directly. So what I thought was that it was only like a world of camming and porn. <laughs> and so I was like, no, when I thought about it and when my, uh, my husband actually brought it up um, and some time passed, decided to go ahead and give it a shot, you know, um, started getting a lot of messages from people and they were like, Oh, you should go ahead and try this out. So went ahead and actually tried it out and enjoyed it, liked it. So what was the first platform you were on? <sighs> Instagram, but I wasn't selling content through Instagram. The first place I started selling content through was Snapchat, but it wasn't like a snap premium. It was just, mm. you know, oh, you yeah. were just answering the DMS. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Did you find any um, guides or anything to help you to navigate to where you are today? Like what was the journey like from, First using, um, cause I did the premium snap for like a minute. I remember like around that time, 2018 to 2020, I quit doing snap cause it was too many issues at the time. So how did you transition from Snapchat, regular social media to where you are and what platforms you joined after Snapchat? Oh goodness. So I basically had someone who I would consider a mentor. He kind of mm -hmm. gave me advice and stuff like that. Um, for, you know, maybe I should make my videos longer, or this camera angle, and that camera angle. Um, and from there, I would kind of take his advice and also apply my own style to everything. Mm -hmm. And then I would, like, I ended up selling more videos, more than I could actually even handle at that point wow. on Snapchat. So I, there were days where I would be going to school, going to work, work, during the workday, I'm running into the bathroom trying to deliver videos that people bought. Um, 
doing school, I'm, I'm focused on school 100%. But you know, after that, it's like, okay, I'm coming home, I'm trying to like multitask, I'm trying to cook dinner, I'm trying to, you know, do mm-hmm. homework. And I'm standing there at the island eating my food and, you know, working at the same time. And uh, it just became too much for me to handle. And so I decided, you know what, let me go ahead and make an OnlyFans profile. And that's when I went and did a hit. That's when I went and transferred to another website where I could sell my stuff because it was just, it was too much. It was overwhelming. Yes. Very overwhelming. Oh, because the constant demand. Yeah. 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 Now OnlyFans did make it simple in the beginning with the DMs and then they could be the paid price and people yeah. would join. So then you could know who is serious versus um, like today. I personally, I don't answer my Twitter. I don't answer anything. If people want to talk to me, they've got to join the OnlyFans. So that way you're dealing with the real deal. Plus, mm-hmm. did you have issues with losing like your cash app or PayPal? PayPal's the devil. Mm-hmm. We all know that. Oh gosh. Uh, yeah, actually. Mm -hmm. So I didn't know that you can't sell content through PayPal and I have no idea how they even found out, but they found out they closed down one of my PayPal accounts. Uh, well, it was my only PayPal account during that Mm -hmm. uh, time. And then I saw in the terms that, you know, you can't sell content through PayPal. So I completely stopped with PayPal, started to use only um, not only fans, started to use cash app. Mm -hmm. Cash app was fine. Until I had this one day where I guess I sold too many at the same price back to back. They turned off my cash app. So for over a year and a half, I believe, I did not have a cash app. Mm -hmm. And that was very difficult because then now, you know, I'm trying to debate, okay, do I want to hand someone my Zelle? Do I want to, you know, that's very personal, you know, just real name. Um, And then uh, Google Pay. And the mm-hmm. thing about Google Pay was when I would use Google Pay, I would have people who would send the money, they would get the content, and then it would hit refund, and they would take mm. it right back. But Google made it so easy to cancel a payment. Right. So it, that was a mess. Like, I lost so much money so many times from people doing that to me. Right, right. And that's why we have some of the adult platforms that are better. And yeah. So you learned your lesson there in the beginning. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah for sure. So you first started off with OnlyFans mm-hmm. and um, you did win a mini bit award, correct? Yeah. Mini bit okay. boobs, boobs of the year. Oh. <laughs> yeah. And when did you join mini vids? And can you tell us the difference of the different platforms and what you felt you liked best or what were you comfortable with? Yeah. So uh, mini vids, I joined them 2019 after joining OnlyFans mm-hmm. and with Many vids, I would say the difference is it's more of a community. OnlyFans, you kind of get on, you post what you post, you see who you're who you're subscribed to. With right. many vids, you're seeing everybody. You know, there's contests that are going on, there's um different um campaigns and stuff like that. I've been a part of, you know, a few of those. And so it's just more of a community feel. They also take more money from your earnings, but Part of me feels as if it's worth it. Do I want them to take 40%? No. But um, I do feel like because they offer such of a big, uh, what do I want to call it, Um, network of Mm. people where you don't really have to promote too much outside the website to still bring in money, you know? So the internal traffic. A little bit more worth it. Yes, exactly. Internal. Because that's what... um... Mm -hmm. 
the thing about OnlyFans, and I have to remind people, is we have to be careful with OnlyFans. We can't even yep. put it solely on our IG. Like on currently on my links in my bio, it just says VIP site DM here. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I use the site Sex Pamper, which I love. They have internal traffic. I'll put my link or two there on um, Twitter, but we we now have it's hard for us to market all of this with the social media. So we have to be very, very careful. So um, what's great is sites like many vids, like you said, Mm -hmm. the community, the contests. So you won. And what year did you win the best boobs? 2022. Oh, okay. So you just won this, this past year. Yeah. 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 Did that help winning those awards, joining some of those? um, Are they campaigns or what exactly are they with many vids? Uh, so many vids they have the contests mm-hmm. and that helps a lot with like boosting my income and stuff like that because even if you don't win you're getting put on a page with a bunch of other creators and people look through that and so they find you maybe they like what you're giving away if you vote for them I, well if they vote for you right <laughs> and, you know um it, it just helps build up your your page and your income uh what else did I want to say <laughs> I'm That's so a good thing, though, that they have, though, within the community. I but I don't. Um, I've known about that, and I. But I think the overall work of OnlyFans has gotten a little bit crazy. Yeah, it yeah. has. It's you know what with OnlyFans, it's like you want it to be more of a community. Yeah, because there's so many people on the website, but it's not that way, and so you have to do so much outside promo. And like you said, it's very difficult for us to do that because there's so many websites and social media networks that they don't want us posting. They don't want us talking about OnlyFans and stuff like that. You post up a link and now your page is shadow banned. Or you post up a link and now they're trying to flag you and say that you're soliciting. You didn't solicit anything, you know? Right. So it it just becomes a hassle. And then when those pages do get knocked down, it hits your income. Because yeah. you're, you're trying to build back up. You no longer have that same presence that you had before. And it's just like, okay, well, here we go on this roller coaster. Yeah, no. And then also, um, I personally feel like the early days, it was so fun in the beginning when it was people were doing like $9.99 and people would come in and it's turned into like a big snowball effect. So did mm-hmm. you, have you noticed through the years, the change of OnlyFans? Oh, goodness. Uh, not too, too much. And now that we did have that thing where they were going to get rid of us, basically. <laughs> that was, yeah, they. Right. Yeah. Um, but so far, everything has pretty much been the same in terms of like how they handle things, if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, like I've, I've always felt like um, a little more could be done with details that they give us on certain things. Yeah, it would be nice. It would be nice. Yeah. Now, one thing I would love to talk about you and I, I, this very much interests me. You are a solo content creator. Mm -hmm. I have seen, and I have witnessed people coming in like crazy and, you know, I've been around for sex work for a long time. And generally with the porn world, people come Mm -hmm. in and they kind of start off. They used to, this is probably like in the 2010s, they start doing girl, girl, Maybe they do boy girl, but now I've seen girls come in and then right away they're gangbang queen. They're, you know what I'm saying? They're doing yeah. this, they're doing that. They're, they're, 
they're really going crazy all at once. And um, it's kind of, you know, like back, like in the 2010, the way porn worked, it was like a slow, gradual process. Because once you Mm -hmm. turn that leaf, you can't ever turn that leaf again. You can't ever come back. You can't ever recover. Exactly. And then there's a more of a demand demand. Also recently, I've noticed the tagging, um, which I'm going to make an announcement on my page because uh, guys will be like, well, I want to see this. I want to see that. And I'm very frank with them about you're not going to see, you know, because we are dealing with the testing now, the increase mm-hmm. of STDs. Um, and it's not really a practical world to constantly do collabs or do boy girl content. Um, how have you found how have you um, been able to maintain your success as a solo content creator? Well, first thing is like me sticking to the fact that I want to be a solo creator. That's the biggest thing and not letting other people kind of tell me what they want me to do. Right. Like I'll take suggestions, but it's like, if something is outside the box of what I feel comfortable with, I'm not doing Mm -hmm. it period. Like it's, it's not happening. So like for me, I've taken things very slow when I first started, I was boobs only. You saw my lips and my boobs, nothing else. Um, and then from there, I added my face. Mm-hmm. Then from there, I wasn't even moaning yet. I started to moan in video. <laughs> and then I started, okay, now I'm going to start using toys and videos. Right. And then I slowly kind of worked my way, you know, below the belt. And I think that that's something that's kind of helped me with my mm-hmm. success as a solo creator is definitely taking things slow, always being sure of what I want to do before I do it. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, I can have that energy in a video that I'm comfortable with what I'm doing versus me just, you know, kind of looking like a deer in headlights and and making things happen anyway, knowing that I'm not OK with it. Right. Yeah. In, in an earlier podcast, um, somebody said that Nina Hartley said, never do anything in sex work that you're not comfortable doing the bed in the bedroom. And I think mm-hmm. that is so vital and it's so important mm-hmm. um, that you know, people like you preach and come out and stand ground like that this day and age, Mm -hmm. because you're protecting your energy. It is your right. It is what your it's your business. But um, I personally have found too many people are just giving in, doing whatever for the buck. And Mm -hmm. again, once you turn the leaf, and I'm not trying to shame anybody if they're comfortable, and maybe they're in a, you know, that's what they were doing. And that's they're all about because, you know, one of my good friends did porn, and she was she's probably the craziest person I know. But at the end of the day, that's her true authentic self. I'm not gonna lie. But you know what I mean? That's really her. But I'm seeing a lot of people not be their true authentic self. Exactly. In sex work. And um, because I've been in the business so long, I, I really want to applaud you. You're doing a very smart thing. Thank you're you. doing. Um, I don't see a lot of ladies standing that ground. And I, I personally have never done any professional porn um, there. I have like three or four reasons. One of them being mm-hmm. I will I, it's porn is non-union and I'm very much a union person. I belong to the Screen mm-hmm. Actors Guild Union. Um, so it would be a very hard adjustment for me to do work on a production that is not union um, yeah. because I'm personally against it. So um, I really applaud you for just standing your ground and, and, and doing this and keeping up the success. But right now, what is the, the biggest hurdle with being a solo content creators from the fans? I would say the rudeness. 
when you don't want to, you know, create videos with other people and people kind of feeling like they're entitled to seeing that from you, they get very rude. They want to go into forums and stuff like that and talk a lot of mess or gossip. And it just, it gets very irritating mentally sometimes. So Most this- of the time I kind of dropped it off my shoulders, but there's always those moments where things have kind of like stacked up and it's like, okay, I'm tired of this now. Right. So you're yeah. talking about other um, female content creators, not necessarily males. Getting uh, no, no, no. What do you mean? When, um, do you ever have female content creators get mad because you're not collaborating with them or is it? Oh, no, Or no. is it the fans? No, That's okay. what you mean. no, no. Uh, just no. a fan. The fans, oh, will, just the fans. The fans yeah. will get mad. I've never had another creator get upset with me about not doing a collaboration. Now I have had one who was kind of rude about it and trying mm-hmm. to pressure me. And mm-hmm. I said, no, and just held my ground with that. Um, but no one's ever gotten very mad at me about it. Okay, no con- other, other than, content creator, yeah, right. Exactly. But fans, you're having more oh, of the yeah. issue with the fans feeling entitled. Yeah, definitely. I had somebody come onto one site and wrote a whole whole book oh, about Lord. how it's time for me to, to move on and have sex on video. So, What the hell? That's yeah. a sh- that is some sure entitlement because yeah. yeah, like uh a lot of camp what really gets me about that is um a lot of camp performers perform solo mm-hmm. so what is the difference if you're a content creator to perform solo? Why is that it you know like my free camp, for instance, they yeah. only allow a single person on my yeah. free camps um they're not set up for couples, yeah. So, and a lot of those girls, they, they really make some serious money too, mm-hmm. um, on yeah. there. So what is their issue? Like, that's just, I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea. Yeah, though, no, that, that's just totally wrong. I'm, I, I hear you because like I said, it should be a personal choice, not a, yeah. not a entitlement from fans. Um, do you do video calls? Do you, have you done any camming? Yeah. So I actually never done camming or video calls. Like that's mm-hmm. one of the things I avoid. I actually avoid the video calls, the customs. Uh-huh. What I like to do is just literally make whatever I'm okay with and then put it out there. And then if they want to see it, they can subscribe or they can buy it. Um, I just feel like I have more control that way mm-hmm. versus me kind of being in front of a camera in front of someone. And then they ask me to do a certain thing. I don't ever want to feel pressured, you know? Mm, Um, so I just feel like I have more power if I just cut off that connection right so you like the performing aspect and the creativity of it yeah um and do you have like your own space what is a typical week like for you yeah so um I recently moved to a new house so I have my upstairs office and then I have the entire basement basically for me to go ahead and create like different backgrounds and stuff like that. So I I have a lot more space than what I used to have before I was kind of just filming in my living room. And then from there I had another room. Um, But a typical week for me is I'm a mom. So (laughs) I do that, you know, part and I'm also a wife. So there's that, but then I'm a student. So I have schoolwork and then outside of that is my content creation. And I try to make sure I'm giving them at least like four to six images every single week. 
plus a video. So I'm, I'm not one of those people who are like, oh, you come on here. I'm going to post every single day, numerous times per day. I'm not right. doing it. I can't. Right. I, there's not enough time in a day. Right. But I can give you posts a few times a week, every right. week. So yeah, that's basically how I do that. So I spend my time creating, um, editing and everything. It's definitely something that I do by myself. Mm-hmm. Um, so the setup, uh, the editing, planning, all those different things, the advertising, it's on me. And oh, it's okay. very time consuming. <laughs> well, yeah, no, it, it well. is. Yeah, no, um, what people don't realize, and like when I used to dance, I would do three days, I would dance three days a week, and I sure miss the schedule I used to have. I just used to do Friday, Saturday, and Sundays. And I would yeah. work six to six, six hours to maybe eight. I would make a lot of money um, in those three days. But the rest of the week, I was able to more live my life. Now, yeah. since I've been online and on, I have not one, but two podcasts, it is a seven day a week uh, yeah. mission. It's a lot, a lot of work. And yeah. um, I personally, when my everybody, and also I feel like everybody should run their page the way they want to. So that's a very big thing. Like, I kind of like the way you do that. You model it different. Me, I'm not really so creative. So I personally love the customs. Um, I Mm -hmm. love doing video calls. Um, Do I like making videos regularly? Not really. You know what I'm saying? So what you might like versus what I might like is different. So everybody is so different with their personality. Somebody might want to come and see, oh, they've got a new video every week, but they don't want to chat. You know what I mean? It's everybody has their own way of operating. Yeah. I will say another thing about customs too, is that um, sometimes I feel like that's another thing that would make me feel overwhelmed Mm -hmm. just because I know there would be so many people asking for them. Mm-hmm. And then the other thing that kind of um, bothers me about customs is you're selling it to that one person and then that's kind of it. And so it, for me, because of how much time I try to put into each video, mm-hmm. it just kind of makes me feel like, okay, I'm going to sell this to this one person. It's not going to make as much money as it could possibly make versus right. me just making it available to everyone or selling right. it to everyone. So, so you put all yeah. you you reserve your energy for that yeah. one video a week. Yeah, exactly. I think that's a great thing to yeah. do. It's it's like the thing is I've noticed all I like I've had to tell girls cuz people be like, "Oh, you need to do this, you need to do that." And I'm like, "Look, I'm going to do what's going to work for me." You know what yeah. I'm saying? You have, you have to do. I'm not very creative. I'll be like, so sometimes somebody will do a cut. I kind of like like I like it when they do like simple customs with their names. So I don't know. I yeah for me, but somebody might be really really creative and take their time with the video and take their time with the editing, and that's respectable because you're putting. And for you to do one video, how long does it take? Oh goodness. Okay, so it really just depends on the video. So I, I got okay. some videos where I could go ahead and get myself ready within like forty minutes, and then go ahead and set up. Maybe the setup takes me about twenty thirty minutes. But go ahead, film the video. Maybe it took less than an hour to film. And then I have my editing time and editing. If it's a simple video, I could probably get it done within two hours. Mm-hmm. Now, if we're talking about my more like complex videos where I'm role playing and stuff like that, that's different because now, all right, we have my planning time. All right, what am I seeing in the video? What's my script? 
Um, then from there, you know, I wrote that down, figured out what the heck I'm going to say, cause I'm not very good with trying to figure that part out. Uh-huh. <laughs> and, um, then from there, okay. My costume getting ready time, the setup time, the setup might take longer, you know, because maybe I'm shooting in this room and then I'm going to go over and shoot in this other room, or, you know, maybe I have a different background that I want it set up. So there's that, um, the video, goodness if I'm having numerous camera angles or like different Damn, scenes, you do different angles too <laughs> you really not, yeah. not all the time not in every okay. video but I do have videos like a housekeeper v3 that's what I call that one um that one took me I want to say four hours to wow. film I had to do it twice uh-huh. I messed up and my audio was not correct and I think I had an issue with the focus and I didn't notice um and so I had to go back and I had to refilm that video and then I had to edit. And because there was like three different, I think three different scenes in that video, um, that took quite some time to edit. So I was probably sitting at the computer for definitely more than four hours still, like wow. to edit the video. And right. then when it was time for me to cut my promos and everything, um, reducing that content just down to like 30 good seconds. And then making numerous files to upload to all the different websites and the captions and everything. And then the uploading process is like three hours just for yes, that part. Yeah. Oh yeah, that yeah. uploading. Yeah. yeah I've had to like, hire I've I what I've done with the uploading though is I hire that's what I have assistants do because mm-hmm. that for me personally, that's the tedious thing. And because I've got the old stripper in me and I love to talk to them more, I yeah. answer the DMs and I do the video yeah. calls. So it's everybody, but like, like I have ADD. Yeah, girl, I couldn't do this for hours. Like I'll be like, uh, uh, no, like nobody's getting a video. I have ADD. That's not happening. So it's really, um, it's really what our comfort levels, what our specialty and not every performer can do the same thing. Yeah. Not everybody. Yeah. yeah. I was going to say, I'm actually working on a video too, behind the scenes video. Cause I'm going to do a glory hole video next. Mm-hmm. And I have like an entire, um, like dressing room set that I made uh-huh. of like wow. three dressing rooms. And so I'm actually going to do a behind the scenes video to just kind of show what all goes into doing this stuff. Because a lot of people don't know like how long it takes really. Right, right, right. How much is involved. Oh, yeah. No, yeah, that's what people don't realize that Mm -hmm. um, how serious it is to edit, to film. The lighting, too, is Mm -hmm. important. Yeah. Um, Every aspect of it, it's so much money. Um, But what I want to say that I applaud you to is you found your own niche, your own brand of being the yeah. solo content creator. And you're every week taking pride in this one video. And that's fantastic mm-hmm. because so now the fans can know, hey, mm-hmm. if this is what they're looking for, they want that quality video, they know where to go. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Now I do have my moments where, you know, maybe I can't produce a super quality video that week and I have to mm-hmm. give them, you know, a decent clip or something like that. Right, right. So, what do you do for those are- weeks? Uh, I'll try to either film something that's not as lengthy. Uh So, okay. So this past week, for example, um, or yeah, I guess you could say this past week, um, a shower video, Uh but it was mostly just kind of, you know, putting soap on myself and stuff like that. Nothing very, 
uh, lengthy or difficult for me to film. You know. Oh, okay. Um, so, so, so it. Huh? I'm oh, sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm sorry. So the so this week, for example, busy week would be like a shower video, but yeah. not too okay. Yes, yeah, something that is easier for me to make. Now I don't have a whole lot of weeks like that, but when I do, you know, I prefer to just do you know an easy clip. But still making sure my page gets updated with something that they're going to like, if that makes sense. And so they'll still get the images and stuff like that, too. And then I surprise them in the messages also sometimes. Oh, okay. So an easy video. Mm -hmm. What does that work entail for an easy video that you do? So an easy video, that one is maybe I'm bouncing my boobs. Maybe I'm doing numerous boob drops. Maybe Mm -hmm. I'm, you know, squeezing or maybe it's masturbation or whatever it might be. Um, That one might take, I would say less than 30 minutes just because I'm not doing anything super extravagant, you know? And I don't even always include my face in those. So then I don't have to worry about, okay, hair, makeup, blah, blah, blah. If I wanted to do any of that. Um, and then the editing process for that, because it's just a clip, it's not even long at all, just a few minutes, you know? So mm. I go ahead, I do that, upload it, get it up. And that's how long that takes. Right. I and don't this recommend. Is, yeah. This is you going to school. This is you yeah. with a family. Mm-hmm. This is you, you know, an easy week, like people, cause people don't understand that, you know, yeah. So my my easy week isn't really an easy week. Like it might seem (laughs) easy (laughs) because of the content, you know, the Uh content I made that week wasn't easy, but you know, it actually means I'm very busy outside of that. Right. And I have a lot going on. So yeah, it's a, I try not to do too many like that though. That's what I was going to say. Oh, because I don't want to, you know, turn people off and make them feel like, oh, this subscription isn't worth it. You know? Right. Right, right. I definitely try to aim more towards my full length videos and stuff that I know they're going to love. Right. We all have to do what we're, we have comfortability and tired. Mm-hmm. For me personally, taking pictures is simple for me daily. So my feed, I'm able to give them a new pick, usually a day. And then my, my thing is because of my past, I love the interaction more, but yeah. I don't have what you have. You know what I'm saying? I would love to have it. You know what I mean? I would love to have, um, in the past, I have worked on some videos and I have done that, but um, I kind of hold out for customs also because my creativity is not like, I'm like, what am I going to do today? What? Like, I don't know. It's so crazy. That's how I feel about pictures. Really? Yes. I, I don't feel creative when it comes to pictures. I feel more creative when it comes to videos. And so like for me, I don't shoot my pictures every week. I'll have like scheduled days where I'll go ahead and I'll shoot like four galleries in one day or something like that. And then I'll just schedule them to release because I don't want to think about pictures all the time. And it's so crazy because I'm actually a photographer outside wow, of this. You are so, a photographer. <laughs> yeah, outside of this. Uh-huh. So it's crazy that pictures would be the difficult thing for me, but it is. Wow. Maybe it's because I'm shooting myself. That's probably what it is. It, that's probably what it is. If you have the photography background with me, yeah. um, I just like one day, if I'm going to go work out, I've taken pictures. I've been here taking, Hey, I'm working on a podcast and I'll flash 
myself and take a picture for instance. Like I, I incorporate something part of my day and I put it on there or I put a different outfit. I have shot in every room in my apartment over here. I have a three bedroom in Brooklyn. They have seen this wall so many times. <laughs> um, so for me, yeah, the pictures are easy. It's where do your ideas come in now for the videos? So yeah, I gotta I hear that. Like the most random stuff sometimes. Like I could literally be watching a, a video or a commercial or something like that, maybe see something, uh-huh. and then it just triggers a thought. It might not have anything to do with anything. So there's that, uh-huh. and then there's I'll get inspired by costumes that I see, and then think of a whole uh-huh. con- concept. Um, and also, you know, you're just online on Twitter. Maybe you see something that kind of inspires you from someone else, and it's like, oh. That is pretty cool, right. you know, and then from there, you know, you kind of, you, you work into your own thing, right. never copy, work it into your own thing completely. Wow. And then also I get a lot of people who um, give me ideas and sometimes the ideas are amazing and sometimes they're terrible and I'm like, right. nah. I wish, <laughs> no, my guys, um, sometimes they give ideas and I, I applaud yeah. that um, yeah. when they, when they do, but you know, we, we all have our different creativity yeah. and we have, we all have our different where we excel in something that's not, and, um, that's different. And we all have patience for different things. Mm -hmm. Now, um, you would many vids, because you said it was a community, um, do how is it different with the interaction directly with the fans, like answering the DM for many vids versus only fans? Huh. Um, many vids actually don't get as many DMs. And okay. I think it's because of their setup. Meshes, messages are actually kind of hard to find on their website mm-hmm. compared to only fans. Right. So every now and then I get messages from people, but not too many. Mm. Whereas only fans, only fans I'm answering quite a few every single day yeah so yeah no yeah. I, I know about that <laughs> yeah I yeah. know and, I certainly know about that yeah and uh I can even bring loyal fans into this because I have a loyal oh yes yes too. yes you didn't um and, I love loyal fans I yeah, wanted to get yeah. Andrew on here sorry my baby's yeah. crying now uh my dog <laughs> over here oh he's over in the back um I wanted to get Andrew on the podcast because I do like loyal fans. I've kind of had a little bit of difficulties, but please share with us more your experience with loyal fans. Okay. So with loyal fans, love their website. Mm-hmm. However, with the messages, I feel like I might need a little bit more control um, because what happens is you have the followers who can message you and the subscribers. Mm-hmm. And I tend, I don't know if it's just me. It could just be me. I don't know. I tend to get a lot of people who just follow. They never buy anything, but they come into messages and they want to have daily lengthy conversations or they want to ask for content for free. Mm. And that gets a little difficult to deal with. So sometimes I do kind of wish there was a way to turn off messages. No, you can charge for the messages. Yeah, you can charge for them, but I don't really want to charge for them. What I really want to do is just turn them off for followers or unless you've already made a purchase and then you can message, you know, if, yeah. does that make sense? I have it where they have to pay. Um, yeah. I just personally do it like they pay and I have it at a very low price to keep it fair. 
um, mm-hmm. if they're not subscribed. I personally feel like if you're subscribed to me per month and you have that rebuild on, I'm yeah. going to be commit. That's how I work my thing. Because again, I kind of treat things like the strip club because that's where my sex work began. And um, for me personally, I feel like they're paying the admission at a strip mm-hmm. club, you know, let me talk to them. And, but with loyal fans, the way I work it, if they're, if, if I, for the followers, they pay. So I don't mind interacting and um that's where um but however loyal fans i've noticed is more fetish friendly than only fans yeah yeah definitely yeah i'm like i do lactation videos i'm able to post them on loyal fans i can't post them on only fans i used to have them there Mm -hmm. didn't know they didn't say it yeah it didn't say it in the terms like no lactation Right. It said no bodily fluids. And then it said what the bodily fluids are. It said, you know, no poop, no pee, no throw up, no blood, things like that. It never said, you know, milk or lactation. So I was very surprised when I got the message, you know, and the the notifications that certain videos were taken down Mm -hmm. because it was like, okay, wait, I didn't read that in terms. I didn't see that in terms. I even went back and I checked and it, it was, you know, not there, but they said that there's no lactation when I spoke to them in the messages. So, you know, it is what it is. Their site, their right. rules. Um, I yeah, definitely love the, the website. You know, I love being there. I love, you know, being able to connect with everybody and post up everything I post. But um, there's certain things where it's like, wait, all these other websites are allowing this, but, you know, you're not. Uh, and, it and they don't have a to- spokesperson to tell the actual that's the weird thing about OnlyFans. Yeah. They don't have somebody speaking. I got in trouble just yesterday, which was the weirdest thing. I actually documented and I sent it to a friend. I was mm-hmm. basically telling one of my fans like, hey, I'm going to go to bed at this time. If you want to do the video call, you know, this is the time I wake. I go, I go to bed at eight and I'm in bed by 12, p- you know, 12 p.m. Eastern time. That's all I said. And they flagged it. And I'm like, what the hell? Like. And then a friend of mine um, got, they gave her a tag for a torso, one of those dildo torsos. So I'm like, what is going on now? So um, a dildo and, torso? Like, That's not allowed? I, I don't, this was her. She, I don't know. I have to contact her and ask her again. Um, but she just got the tag notification for the torso. And and for my audience that doesn't know what the tag torso is, there are dildos that are attached to like, it looks like a human torso. A lot of performers use it, solo content creators to make it look like they're doing a boy girl scene, but it's really like, you know, it's just a torso, yeah. a dildo. So that I, I need to ask, I need to call her and ask her about it, but I know I got like a voice. Um, Cause I used to, I like using the audio a lot personally mm-hmm. Um, yeah. because I, I just, again, I miss that interaction so much yeah. and I love to talk and, um, you know, I thought it was weird because I'm, so what I'm going to do next time, I'm going to like, I have it pinned. I put hours of operation, like a strip club in there. So <laughs> realistically, I'm just going to send it to them instead of leaving a voice note. And now I'm like, kind of, I'm like, God, I, I was I was leaving them voice notes. I wasn't even talking dirty or anything. So I couldn't Mm -hmm. figure out the only thing I got out of there is like, they don't want you to provide any sleeping content, which people are doing on TikTok right now. 
Yeah, that's the only thing I maybe because I mentioned sleeping, but I I just took a video of it. I played the thing and then I shared it with a friend for my. Oh, you know what? I think that's probably what it is. They're probably thinking that, you know, it is not something you agree to, but it's your page. So I, you know, I guess it can just. Or whoever they they might be also hiring people that are offshore that don't really understand English too, that are getting stuff miscon, you know, it could have been a, mm-hmm. a, you know, but it's, um, yeah, OnlyFans is not being as open as we would like it, where loyal fans does have the, I've no, I'm trying to work more on um, loyal fans, but because the majority knows OnlyFans, it's our necessary. Yeah. Majority. Yeah. It's kind of scary. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I still go back to the, right, their site, their rules. It kind of is right. what it is. I well, just kind of how- take it as it comes and then just adapt and go ahead and proceed, you know, yeah. what I want to post up. And if I can't post to their site, I go ahead and post it over at Loyal Fans or Mini Vids and just let it be. Because it's like, right. what can you do? It's not much right. we can actually do. Right, know? right. Yeah, no, my father always said, when in Rome, do what the Romans do. yeah. And with social media myself, like if you look at my IG, because I'm like so careful with my IG and I get so oh, frustrated. Yeah. I get, and you probably have the same. I'm a triple E. What size are you? 38L. 38L left. I'm a measure. Am I still a 38L? I have no idea. So you are naturally not enhanced, correct? Exactly. Yeah. So no you go enhanced. through the same struggles I do where. Like, that's why I'm in it. Like I'm, I was, I did a TikTok earlier. So I have to put a t-shirt and a sports bra on mm-hmm. when I do TikToks now. And people are like, they can't, they're like, what? Your stuff is so clean because I get in with the, the big breasts. We can't help it. We get in trouble. They punish us for, for existing really. Yeah. <laughs> you, I have one video where, what was I doing? I was dancing, mm-hmm. doing the same movements that other people had did my page got banned mm. I was just like are you kidding me like everybody did this video it was viral but my page is getting taken down okay yeah um I you know boobs bouncing is what it is they're going to bounce they exist <laughs> um but I did come back I do have a new page but I, I'm so scared to use it half the time that I don't you know post up much because I'm like, okay, is this profile going to get taken too? Yeah. No, I know that scared feeling all the time. It's mm-hmm. terrible. Like we, what can we do? And we're just trying to exist. And that's why with this podcast, like I've had guys go, oh, I want to see the videos. I want to see the videos. And eventually maybe I will do a Patreon or, um, but for me promote, which I can't believe the downloads that I get from this podcast, because I don't advertise it as much as my other podcasts. But I have to be so, so careful with social yeah. media. We can't yeah. like live. We can't breathe with TikTok. To me, TikTok has been the worst. I was praising Facebook till the other day because um, I have a very big Facebook. But then Facebook, um, they sent me a message and they said, oh, you're trying to impersonate somebody. And they had me look into um, like a, a thing and move my face around. And then they approved me, but it hurt, kind of hurt my Facebook. Mm-hmm. And I never had, you know, who's saying I never had issues with Facebook. So I'm like, yeah, 
I've been posting my cat or whoever I can't, you know what I mean? Just to yeah. survive. Yeah. Man. Goodness. Yeah. I, I haven't really used Facebook for content, mm-hmm. but I do get a lot of people who impersonate me on there. Mm-hmm. And that's one of the major things I have to go through, sadly. And getting those profiles taken down is like so difficult. I don't know why. Do you but, use a DMCA company? Uh, yes. Yeah. Okay. I've used Cam Model Protection. I've also mm-hmm. um, used All Star Plumbing, mm-hmm. um, and I had Geth Management, but not quite sure what's going on with that at the moment. Right. Um, very amazing guy, uh, but unfortunately, um, I, I think something's been going on with him because he hasn't been around, which is very unlike him. Right. Um, so it's. I'm hoping he's okay. Right. No, I use branded scan and I've been happy with, I've been very, very happy um, with them for a DMCA company personally, because they've, mm-hmm. they've maintained to really, um, they do a good job. Like, and I've been using them um, and I've always, I kind of troll people on Twitter when they go, can you report this? And I'm like, Hey, get with branded scan for only $45 a month. Use yeah. promo code Marcella Sobella for branded scan. Um, yeah. Because for, telling me about them. Right. Yeah. Um, I really promoted them because honestly, I was paying another company, no company mentioned, by the way, because I don't want to disrespect other companies. I used another company and they did zilch, zero, nothing at all. The moment I got with Branded Scan, they actually removed a lot of stuff yeah. for the low price of $45. And then also they do have a wonderful um, like referral system. So I make money from them. Um, by promoting them so they're really good if you are a content creator if you're somebody that this is the thing the moment you start working for other porn production this is where now you have crossed the line you cannot demand any of these dmca companies because you have worked for other production and you can get yourself in trouble so Mm -hmm. i always i always explain that to people um you know the thing about doing porn and i'll be the first one to say and i'm not trying to push it is because I have a lot of good friends that are porn performers, they are able to monetize themselves like nobody else. But there, it's there's different unspoken rules, such as you can't hire a DMCA company um, once you do porn, because your stuff will be out there, but you'll be able to generate a lot of money. You know what I'm saying? And it's just up to the porn performer there to get on and to market themselves. Hmm. You know what I mean? That's the big difference. Wow. So like, I, I never knew I, that. Yeah, I know it because I like my um my good friend of over 20 years who her name is Ava Devine. She's been on this platform. She's been on my podcast. You can go listen to her episode. Um, She is like to, I've always been real proud of her. I always yeah. say like, look, she's star of the year. She's mm-hmm. she's so amazing. But she does really, really well. The moment I say her name, a lot of people know who she is. I'm very, very proud of her mm-hmm. as a good friend. I love looking at how successful she became, um, you know, and it's because her images are out there. Has she had a hard time with Instagram? Yes. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And um, a lot of friends of mine, they've had trouble with where they don't have a big IG because they're mm-hmm. getting stigmatized. They're getting targeted and they're like, hey, my IG is under 200,000. And I had to tell, you know. One of my friends, I go, you don't realize this. I went, there's a site you can see how much people are gaining. I was like, you know, you're gaining a thousand a day on IG opposed to this other person. And they're like, what? And, mm-hmm. and they didn't, they didn't realize, like, even though their IG, 
The thing is they can't grow their social medias like Instagram, for instance, because they're getting targeted nonstop. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's, you know, it's a sad thing. And also I've had Alana Evans, but you know, there's some, there's actually some pros about working for porn production, but again, it should, Mm -hmm. to me, it should be what you are comfortable doing with and, and what your beliefs are. And just like a construction worker will not go into a Walmart because they're against you know, um, anything non-union, I personally, I'm for union work. And so, because I do, you know what I mean? I've worked with a union. That's my, one of my biggest reasons why I won't work with a production company, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah. um, Yeah. So that's good. So that being said, where are all, where can everybody find you? And can you please share all of your social media that you currently have? So my listeners can follow you. Okay, so I'm on Instagram and Twitter as Only One Rhonda. You can also add me on PlayStation, actually. Only One Rhonda. Uh, just spell it out the way it sounds. There's an H in Rhonda. Um, and on OnlyFans, it's OnlyFans.com slash Only One Rhonda. LoyalFans, LoyalFans.com slash Only One Rhonda. And Minivids is Only One OnlyOneRhonda.Minivids.com. So that is where I'm at. And TikTok also. Okay, only where's your TikTok? Period. <laughs> only period. Goodness, I said that wrong. But anyway, only period, one period, Rhonda. Had to throw that in there since the previous was banned. Oh, <laughs> I know. I've been there. T- I've got three different TikToks right now trying yeah. to exist. So, well, thank you yeah. so much for coming on and talking and sharing your experience as a solo content creator. I greatly appreciate having you on. All right. Thank you for having me.